Coming to you straight out of Anchorage, Alaska. It's the one and the only Raven Black Podcast. And we are going to be moving out of Alaska because we are going to find somewhere else. It is cold as fuck up here. Can't take it anywhere. <laughs> All right. I know I'm back early because usually I don't put up an episode too fast, but okay. <laughs> I was on Twitter, which I hate, but this was yesterday and I was like, I went to some article and I started reading, right? And <laughs> I'm reading through the article and I'm like, what the fuck? And by the time I got to the end of it, I was just like, okay, this has got to be some bullshit. So I did a little bit of research and, you know, not just Googling the person or whatever. I Googled other people in the article and, you know, other things that were going on. And it it, it, it turned out that this article was probably true. All right. <laughs> Why? the fuck <laughs> is Cory Bush a possible faith healer okay and there's a guy who is saying and also I guess her pastor says that he cured her COVID through faith healing okay straight up what the fuck first of all if you go back and look at the articles from when Cori Bush talks about the COVID she had, you'll find out that she tested negative for pretty much everything that they could test for at the time. She didn't have the flu. She didn't have this. She didn't have that. Now, from the article, I didn't say, see it say she didn't have COVID, but it definitely didn't say that she tested positive for anything. So if they did a COVID test, and she's a liar. She's um, clearly a liar. It's the weirdest thing. I didn't notice what a liar she was because she talks super fast. And I let that trick me. <laughs> it let me trick, it trick me into thinking she was just excited. No, she's lying. <laughs> like a lot of other people who talk really fast when they lie, she gets super excited and it's almost like she can't control how fast the words come out of her mouth. Now there was a, a clip that I had posted, um, shit, maybe in December. Okay. So in December I posted this clip and it was of Corey being super weird and she went on Fox News and she didn't make any fucking sense and she they, they were oh here it was some questions about tax policy and she, <laughs> and I just I was done with her I was immediately and permanently over her because the stuff she was saying didn't make any sense um she was lying but it wasn't just, it wasn't that she was lying like okay people lie it was like the way she was doing it <laughs> it was just so fucking weird um now i realize that she just doesn't want anybody to like dig in mhm mm i think i'm not sure but i know mm for sure, she did not test positive for anything that whole time she was in the hospital. So as far as her getting healed from faith healing or whatever, okay. Fine. Let's hear it the last time that I had a problem with Corey. A third of my money is going to taxes, then I think a third of their money should be going it to taxes. Well, it does. I'm trying to understand because 
you realize the ta effective tax rate on the poor is less than it is on the rich, right? Okay, so first of all, um, I'm not the poor. I'm very close to that line, but I'm not the poor. So the, the, the effective tax rate on the middle class okay. is less than it is on the rich, correct? What is she talking about? What fair share would you like to change the tax rate to on the wealthiest what percentage of Americans so it's a fair share? So let's say the wealthy 1% could pay, let's say if they pay, let's just give them 45%. The fuck? Try it again. The wealthy should pay their fair share. Yes, wealthy okay, should pay their fair share. What is a fair share? What percentage? So you're saying that 40, you're, you're saying that they're paying their fair share is what you're saying. No, I'm asking what percentage is a fair share? Their fair share, the same, if I'm paying, if a third of my money is going to taxes, then I think a third of their money should be going it to does. taxes. It does. Well, it does. See? See how you I'm trying to understand because you realize the ta effective tax rate on the poor is less than it is on the rich, right? Okay, so first of all, um, I'm not the poor. Who was I'm that? I'm very close to that what line, but I'm not the poor. So the effective tax rate on the, the, the middle about? class okay. is less than it is on the rich, correct? What you stop her ass. Like to change the tax rate to on the wealthiest one percentage of Americans so it's a fair share? So let's say the wealthy one percent could pay Let's say if they pay, let's just give them 45%. When you get schooled by Fox News, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's so fucking bad. And that was bad. Okay. That was real bad. Now I think Lacey Clay is fine. But he's he's doing okay. He's got himself another job. He out he he's okay. Now what we got in there is this thing, this woman who can get tripped up so easily. I mean, it doesn't even take it doesn't take it takes Fox News. <laughs> It takes Fox News to trip her up, okay? So the thing I was posting about yesterday was about her um, being a faith healer. Now, I've noticed her saying some things that I felt were a little bit weird. And um, I was like, ah, let them slide. And then someone, um, shit, who was it? Someone in my timeline. Um she said she said what's up with this church that uh the home chick's supposed to have i said well what? let's look and she pulled up all these records you know um that she found because she's good ass good ass researcher and she showed me that this church there there was no building for this church it, there, <laughs> it was out of her home kind of like me right i'm i'm a a, a podcaster and I work out of my home. Now that's different because I'm by myself doing a podcast. I don't need anybody here. I just sit up here and talk to myself. <coughs> you running a ministry from your home. That's gotta be difficult. <coughs> Very fucking difficult. I'm smoking weed. Yes. Calm down. So <laughs> I'm trying to figure out cause of the stuff she said, like I'm saying it was weird. <laughs> I was like, mm -hmm. And she was talking about how we'd be out here and then, and her ministry was out in the streets and where they heal and, and all this. And I said, oh, what is she talking about? Now I get it. Okay. So I, I didn't get it before because I didn't realize she was a faith healer. Now that I realize she's a faith healer and she apparently started a branch of a church that exists already, whose head pastor is a faith healer. And he's from like, uh, Africa somewhere. So, he, uh, I got a video of this white dude, clearly a crackhead. Okay. Um, <laughs> maybe I should play it. I'm going to play a little bit of it because he is a little bit too much for almost anybody. Like people 
are not handling it well. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, yeah. 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 So she is uh, really, 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 I, I don't trust her. I'm just going to say that. I do not trust her. I think something's up with her. I haven't decided exactly what it is, but I know I don't trust her. Um, and that's not normal for me. Usually when there's black Democrats, I'm pretty much like, okay, you know, it's a, it's a Democrat. I, I probably trust them more. <laughs> but then I read that Cori Bush is a faith healer and got cured from COVID by a pastor via a phone call. And I was like tired and I was like, holy shit. And then I went and found the video. Yo, 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 what's good, everybody? This is Chris Frizz coming from the embassy. Anyways, real quick, I'm giving you an update on what is happening, okay? I'm going to give you an update on what Jesus, how amazing Jesus is. You guys familiar with uh, Joe Biden? You familiar with him? Great. Uh, his representative, or surrogate in her state, which I believe is uh, Minnesota, I don't know, but um, Cory Bush, uh, representative for L. Joe Biden. Uh, She's not the representative called, for Joe Biden. Called, he just Dr. wanted to Dr. Name Dr. Joe called Biden. the embassy in Johnston, Rhode Island. And what happened was Joe Biden's surrogate, Cory Bush, has coronavirus. So she tested negative she, or she didn't um, test positive for she it. called the embassy my apostle dr Endifon, not glorifying my doctor i'm just saying the glory of god that's what i'm glorifying she um um she called the embassy saying oh my god i can't breathe i'm in pain da, 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 you know coronavirus related so what happened was she called the embassy my, my apostle uh started addressing that Boom, boom, boom. While while I'm working on the security cameras and everything else, and apostle, the building and doing construction, apostle is just decreeing, delivering all that good stuff, you know, in the name of Jesus. And guess what? Guess what? what? She got healed from coronavirus right now, about maybe thirty minutes ago. She didn't have coronavirus. How's that possible? How's that possible? All I believe is in, is in fairy tales, right? This whole religious thing isn't real. So how does that pop? I need, um, I need you to tell me why this thing is not real. You think all y'all think I believe in some fairy tale religious fantasy? Tell me why this just happened. Because it, it didn't happen. See, Corey went to the hospital a number of times. Um, she said at the time she was a supervisor of nursing, but somehow she didn't have insurance. Mm -hmm. That's weird. That's kind of the first thing I don't believe. Yeah. Um, how could a supervisor of nursing not have insurance? What? That's like a part of the package they offer you when you, because she's an RN. She's not a, she's not an LVN. She's not a fucking, she's a fucking RN. So they, I've never heard of an RN taking a job where they didn't offer health insurance and then making it to be the supervisor and still lacking insurance. This is not something that I've ever heard of. Please, if you've heard of this, let me know. Okay. Now, so she's over there. Oh, can't breathe. Okay. I had coronavirus for real though. And people read the symptoms. <laughs> if you've read the symptoms, you would know what it, it coronavirus probably the symptoms of it um especially if you're a nurse you'd probably know how that felt kind of sounded like she was having a panic attack but whatever she got tested for all these things she was so bad off she said oh i was in the hospital they didn't put her on a ventilator nothing <laughs> they sent her home because they tested her for the flu and i, I suspect they tested her for corona and as far as she said all of her tests came back negative so when he's telling me, saying, uh, tell me how this didn't happen, blah, blah, blah. All I can say is uh, how, the, how this isn't real. It's not real because it didn't happen. <laughs> she didn't have coronavirus. Whatever she had or thought she had uh, cleared up way too fast for it to be coronavirus. And that, that, I'm like, if she was doing that bad, there's a recovery period. Um, you don't just 
hey, I've got Corona. I got kicked out of the hospital. I'm back. Oh, I can kicked out again. Four or five days later, hey, I'm up walking through the halls. Motherfucker, no. <laughs> that is, you're not, you're not going to get on no planes at any time soon after you have coronavirus. Like, it's, it, it, it's bizarre for her to keep carrying on the story that she had coronavirus when, uh, no, honey, if you tested negative for it, you probably didn't have it. Sorry. Um, especially if you went back and, you know, they, they kicked you out. You're a nurse. You know why they kick people out of the hospital? You didn't die. You didn't, you didn't need a ventilator. You didn't, your symptoms didn't worsen after you left the hospital. You got better or seemed instantly better. I don't know. I, Cause around that time I, I remember her and I seem to remember her not being down for a month or two, you know, like I was down for fucking in the bed for like two months. Mm -hmm. I should have been at the hospital, uh, uh, quite a bit of that time. Now I would slide out of bed because I couldn't sleep on my back and my side on my side. I was just, it was hurting because, you know, laying on your side for a long time hurts. And it's just, I would have to get slide myself out of bed into this, my fucking chair, which leans back really far. And I would have to fucking sleep there because I couldn't breathe laying down. That's fucking coronavirus. Okay. I was not telling anybody I had coronavirus because I wasn't telling anybody anything much. I wasn't saying shit. Okay. I wasn't calling nobody on the phone. <laughs> I, wasn't, I did do my nightly Zooms, but I would just slide out of bed and just kind of like turn off my camera a lot of the time. And I, well, I have enough people in there to keep the conversation going if I'm not talking, which I wasn't much because I was sick. And I, um, you know, that's, I, maybe I wasn't doing the Zooms yet. I think I was just doing personal Zooms. Yeah. I was just doing personal ones. Oops. <laughs> I'm the bigger one started later, <laughs> but I was fucking sick. And like, I, I was saying crazy shit online, like, ah, oh, just way out. <laughs> I was, I was out of control. Cause I just, my, I, my mind wasn't working right. It wasn't, I was irrational. Um, felt like my brain had was like Swiss cheese. Like I couldn't remember things and you know, I would get angry and I just, it was a long ass recovery period. It took a long time for me to be able to walk to the bathroom without fucking having to hold on to things and take a break. <sighs> Cause I couldn't fucking breathe. I take two steps and I was exhausted 20 steps and I was sweating. 40 steps and I was dripping with sweat down my back and I could barely fucking breathe. I would try, it would take me half an hour to walk to the car. You know, that's how fucking bad it was. So I'm not quite, and I did not have um, a, the worst case. I didn't, I didn't, mine was like a moderate case of coronavirus, <laughs> which was bad. Um, I guess it might've been moderate to severe, but it wasn't one of those ones where not going to the hospital killed me, but it could have. Now she's saying she was doing so bad and all this other shit. And then next thing you know, she's getting cured by her pastor. Okay. 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 You're okay. Okay. Your pastor. I don't have time for this type of shit. Okay. I knew something was suspect about her when she wouldn't debate Lacey Clay. And I knew that she lied because she's kind of obvious. But I didn't realize how performative she was. And that I cannot handle because that's, that's the reason why I don't like a lot of people performative bullshit. Now we have barely enough seats to have a majority in Congress. And this squad has taken over pretty much the media cycle. So anything they do is just noticed. And um, it's, it's kind of bad in this case, because it's like, okay, she's noticeable. So everything she does is noticeable. So when she turns out to be kind of fraudulent a little bit, um, that's noticeable. <laughs> So, woo. Um, I don't uh, look. I'm just gonna put it out there. I don't believe in faith healing. Okay, 
get your ass to the doctor. She, that's what she's been saying this whole time. But on the other hand, we've got her pastor and we've got other members of her church saying, oh no, she was cured of coronavirus through faith healing. We don't need that. We don't need people going to church to get healed from coronavirus. And we don't need stories like that out about Democrats getting faith healed because it makes us look crazy. It does. And it makes us look like hypocrites. Now, some people, they have, they believe in the squad and somehow they're able to support the squad and support other Democrats. And that's fine. But really, I'd appreciate it if y'all would keep the rah-rah squad shit out of my timeline or getting bent out of shape over somebody saying something about one of the squad members. Just keep it, keep it, keep it pushing, you know, if you're going to get all upset because I don't trust their ass. <clears throat> so that's the, that's the atmosphere you're coming into when you come on my timeline. You're coming into a timeline of a skeptic and I'm going to stay a skeptic. I'm going to stay a skeptic for a long time. <laughs> so here we are. Um, I did want to tell you a little bit, a little story um, about Maya Moore, because a lot of people haven't really heard about this journey she's been on. But Maya Moore has been on a journey for shit the last, mm, I'm going to call it, 20 years, but it's not been 20 full years, right? Um, Jonathan Irons was sentenced to a 50-year sentence in 1998 for burglary. Um, he was 16. He was convicted on December, December 4th, 1998. Um, appeals were denied and all that other shit. When Moore decided to go to college, she did end up meeting him. Um, she, one of her relatives had met him and believed him. Now he was scared. I mean, he was in prison. He's 16 years old. Um, by the time he met her, she was a teenager and, uh, you know, I guess he was in his twenties and, um, he was a little bit hardened and, uh, skeptical and, you know, because he'd been in there, something he hadn't done <laughs> for a while. Um, she went up to see him. She played checkers with him. And apparently she considered him like a relative, a sibling, something, right? And um, so she started working on his case. She was the WNBA MVP back in 2014. She helped him out through this time <clears throat> get free after spending 23 years in prison. Now, he was... Now, this is what happens, right? I know some people in prison who didn't do all of what they were said to have done. They had judges and prosecutors who were just shady, who later on were actually convicted of doing shady shit, um, who added things to their, their, their charges that they have, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. You know, just, just various things like that. Um, so she had to get to know him <clears throat> through like the prison ministry and then her and her, and her, she and her family believed him. And in March, 2020, the judge vacated the convictions. And the prosecutors fought it. Um, but then three months later, he walked out of the prison. And then I guess they got married. <laughs> like the next um, few weeks later or something. <laughs> um, so nobody knew because we knew that she had left the WNBA to do this to try to help this man get free. And so, you know, we're all supportive of that because, I mean, hell yeah. I mean, if it's an injustice, it's an injustice. She felt like it would be too hard to navigate telling a love story on top of 
his fight for freedom. You know, that kind of like hurt in a way to hear that. We have cases where <laughs> we have like, you know, highly distributed magazines and websites who will do a profile on a love story for Farmer Bro. And somehow that's not too difficult, right? But she knows that it would have been too difficult as a black woman to be navigating this story of a man who didn't commit this crime because black people are looked at differently. It would have probably automatically made her guilty of something, right? <laughs> Now, just doing it altruistically or because this is a family friend or you just blew, that's that's fine. But to fall in love with an inmate, oh, my God, mm -mm. can't do that because you get stigmatized. Right. But the white women don't get stigmatized. It's so weird. Now, Julian Assange definitely did whatever the fuck he was hiding in the embassy from. That's my opinion. But he had two kids while he was locked in that embassy. Two. And a fucking cat. <laughs> it's just looking at how white women who fall in love with men who are obviously guilty end up with profiles in the magazines and whatnot. And black women who fall in love with somebody who's clearly innocent. They are too scared to put that out there you, they can't they have to hide that shit that's something that they have to keep private until it's done it's a done deal he's out he's free he's innocent now we can get married and so we don't know how long this fucking romance has been going on we have no idea it could have been going on the whole time so i would like to read that book you know i would really love 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 to read that book um you know she's got to help him get through um adjusting to the outside world again and that's going to be very hard so i do want to see how it all ends up you know and that is kind of the story i wanted to tell you it's very interesting we don't know whether she's going to go back to the nba the wnba excuse me or not maybe she will you know maybe she won't she is spending another year she's been taking years off you know sabbatical and whatnot for um to get him out of prison um and it worked finally so <clears throat> but he's out and he's traumatized right he's been traumatized for this 23 years of his life he's been in there on the word of some cop that says oh he confessed he said this or that you know fucker's been dead for a long time <laughs> can't fucking question him and it's fucked up how many, how many fucking more of these people are in prison that need to be set free? It's time, I think, for us to start reviewing these cases differently or more or um, automatically or something. Because we have so many people that are in jail just based on the word of one white person. So many black people. And like, there should be a law where you cannot just take the word of one white person unless it is the victim and they fucking are sh like, there has to be some fucking evidence tying this person to the crime. It cannot just be you standing there with your white ass <laughs> pointing at somebody and saying, eh, they did it. Cause this is really fucked up, you know, really fucked up. So that was the story I wanted to tell you. There's stuff going on today, of course. We have the police who shot Andrew Brown Jr. to death. They are the district attorney says they were justified. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the that's the country we live in. Um, well, at the same time, you have Marjorie Taylor Greene in Congress defending insurrectionists. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Yeah. So we got that. Um. Other things that have been going on are pretty fucking hilarious. 
like Joe Rogan. Let's talk about Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan thinks that straight white men are being persecuted or like silenced or like something. And I'm trying to figure out what the fuck he's talking about because he's got a fucking exclusive podcast where he's making like, I don't know, a jabillion dollars <laughs> to do this podcast. And I'm like, how are you fucking being silenced, dude? Not to be like fucked up, but like, does he know what words mean? <coughs> you know? <coughs> because clearly <coughs> he has a huge platform <coughs> to say things from, <coughs> which just makes his voice that much bigger. <coughs> um, so we got a problem. <coughs> White men think they're being silenced if you disagree with them. <coughs> He's not really being silenced. He hasn't there's no mass uh you know boycott of his his <coughs> podcast and the people that listen to it aren't gonna boycott, you know. Um <laughs> the people that don't listen to it would be the only ones out there like ah shut them off so who cares right <coughs> <coughs> yeah um oh i just wanted to say that jim klobuchar um amy klobuchar's father has died that's that's at 93 years old so there you go he was a journalist there you go um somebody else died today that is charles groden and y'all know who he was Okay. Um, yeah, that's today. Um, yeah, so we have a lot of shit going on. Uh, oh, fuck. I forgot to tell you that motherfucking Andrew Giuliani, okay, who kind of looks to me like, uh, I don't know. I'll tell you when I figure it out. <laughs> this is a butt ugly face. He is running. <laughs> he's running for New York governor. All right. Okay. 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 Right. And now, oh, and McCarthy does not want to do a commission to, to, to investigate January 6th. It's like always something, like this, always something going on with these people. They are fucking shit. Um, yeah, it's always something. Oh, and another thing, Bernie Sanders, <laughs> Bernie, Bernie is out there pretty much taking credit for the, <laughs> the school lunches that uh, really, that was not him, okay? It was black people in Congress that did that. I don't know where Bernie gets off fucking taking credit or where the fuck people give off, get off um, going to interview Bernie first every time black people do something, but that, I'm getting kind of tired of that shit, all right? That's annoying. So, yeah. Joe Rogan, let me just say this again. This is what I was talking about. Joe Rogan said that straight white straight white men were going to be silenced if they continue to capitulate to their detractors, right? Here, this is what he says. You can never be woke enough. Wah, Joe said in an interview <laughs> with comedian Joe List. That's the problem. It keeps going. And if you get to the point where you capitulate, where you argue all of these demands, you agree to all these demands, it will eventually get to straight white men are not allowed to talk because it's your privilege to express yourself where other people of color have been silenced through history. Shut the fuck up. Maybe you just need to shut the fuck up sometimes. I'm not joking. We've just got to be nice to each other, man. And there are a lot of people who are taking advantage of this weirdness in our culture. And then that becomes their thing. Their thing is calling people out for their privilege, calling people out for their position. So, you know, it's fucking crazy times. Oh, it's fucking crazy times, huh? Calling people out for their privilege, money, power, and position is crazy. So calling people out who have the most power and saying, hey, y'all got the most power. Could you let us fucking get a chance to do some shit? It's fucking crazy times. So the powerful, right? People of privilege, they should just be able to whatever the fuck they want and should never ever get called out and said, hey, dude, you're a white guy. This is about black women business because you don't, you don't ever come in on the other end of this. So why don't you shut the fuck up, right? If, you, if you're not there to help, why are you in this conversation? Because we don't necessarily need 
you in it. We everybody doesn't need the opinion of the white man. The the opinion of the white man is not always necessary. Sometimes y'all could just kick the fuck back, right? Just shut the fuck up. Okay. So Ely Mistal says, "Can Joe Rogan point to one day in American history where straight white men shut the fuck up?" Thank you. If you start the clock in 1787, they've had roughly 85,500 opportunities to give it a rest for a day and have never once let the goddamn earth spin without offering a fucking opinion. Thank you, Ely. You are fucking right. Tommy Lahren says some stupid trash because she's a dumb hoe. We're not even going to read that shit. Uh, Sheriff Clark, they already can't fight back, damn it. I can't fight this fight for you. Shut up, you stupid motherfucker. Okay? You dumb. You're dumb. Okay, so if y'all don't fight wokeness, white men, you got to fight the wokeness. Ah, can't have people woke. Then you're going to fucking die, apparently, by not being able to talk. Even though you're going to always have the biggest platforms in the world to speak from and you're never going to actually shut up. Somehow you're also going to be completely fucking silenced. Shut the fuck up. Y'all own the goddamn fucking platforms. Shut the fuck up. T.I. and Tiny are accused of drugging and assaulting multiple women. I ain't going to talk about that shit because it's none of my fucking business. But what the fuck? Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. Mm-hmm. That shit is crazy, right? Naomi Campbell had a motherfucking baby. Finally. She's been really wanting a baby for a long time and now she has one and her mother is so pleased another story that newsweek and other shifty weird ass uh publications are trying to push today is why do kamala and harris and doug emhoff make way more money than joe and jill biden because she's a teacher excuse me sorry because she's a teacher and they're both lawyers, okay? And Joe was pretty much re- retired or running for uh, election for like the last few years. Now, last year, the whole year, he was running. But guess who wasn't running? That's right, Doug. Doug wasn't running. And guess what Kamala did? She sold things like her home and things like that. Yeah, right. So they actually made over a million dollars more than uh, the Bidens because Doug does very well in his line of work as a private attorney. Now, Biden has not been working as a private attorney and he's been giving all of his speeches for free in the last year. He could have made a shit fucking ton of money giving speeches, paid speeches, okay? But he was not doing that because he was running for president. Now, Jill and Joe uh, paid $157,414 in federal income tax. Okay. All right. Kamala and her husband, Doug, paid $621,893 in federal taxes. And they also paid $125,000 in income taxes to California and he paid an additional $56,997 in income taxes in Washington, D.C. That means that they paid more in federal taxes than the Bidens earned. I am fine with that. You know why? Because they fucking paid their fucking taxes. Did you notice how I didn't tell you how much they made? I told you how much they paid in fucking taxes? Okay. Thank you. Shut the fuck up. <clears throat> Doug made like million from the firm that he works for, okay? They earned $1.695 million, right? So $1,695,300. That's how much they made. They paid damn near half of their fucking income in taxes. Do you hear any complaints? I heard not one fucking complaint okay 
Okay? Okay. Now, Harris contributed money from her book, The Truths We Hold. Remember that? That was her extra money that she put in there. But she gets, she was getting $174,000, like everybody else in the Senate. And probably we'll get more next year because it's, go. I think vice presidents get like 200 and something. Let me see. 235000 So, yeah, if there's a pay raise, we'll let you know. I will let you know personally. Fuck it. <laughs> they have two mortgages. <laughs> Harrison Emhoff, each worth between $1 million and $5 million. Okay. She, I think, sold the condo. Um, so they're, they made more money the year before, but you know, that that's just what they made this year. I don't understand because Trump paid $750 in income taxes during each of his first two years in office. Did you hear me? Trump paid $750 in federal income taxes during each of his first two years in office. Each. I'm going to have to fucking write that in a meme because I don't think you, you, you people are understanding the significance <laughs> of what I'm saying about the differences and how they're, they operate, right? We finally have people in the White House that are fucking honest. Holla fucking Louia. Okay. You know, they might probably have paid more than they fucking needed to. They could probably taken tax breaks and shit, but they didn't. So, and, and Pence did not even bother to release his. Don't trip. He's not like cool. He's but <laughs> he did not bother to even release his. So yeah, mm-hmm. They are shady motherfucking people. But um, yeah. So that's what's been going on. Cory Bush. Okay, I'm not sure about this woman. Uh, the faith feeling thing. I don't know, because she's a nurse. Now, if she, <laughs> if she was like a folk singer or a fucking witch for a profession, I wouldn't fucking give a fuck, right? I'd be like, well, you know, she's a fucking witch, right? That's witches fucking, you know, all right. That's what witches do. But she's not a witch. That's not that's not her job. Um, shut up. I would too vote for a bitch. I, I witch. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> as long as they believed in science. <laughs> shit <laughs> you gotta believe the fucking science um yeah so she goes out there and she says all the stuff about science and oh science no do science and believe the scientists and believe the doctors but then she out here she was trained as a minister by by the the pastor the one that faith healed her so like i don't know what people are saying when they're like no no this isn't true what are you talking about this isn't true what do you what do you are you are you are you are you crazy? <laughs> uh, what? Yeah. Don't start saying shit ain't true or getting all fucking weird and, and defensive because somebody's black. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Not everybody black is, is fucking cool. And not everybody black that's supposed to be on our side is fucking cool. Fuck that. You know, sometimes we got people that are just not cool. They're not cool and there's something up with them. So I'm going to figure out what's up with her, I guess since nobody else will, because I'm just not sure if I trust this woman and I'm going to have to start verifying everything she says, like cross-referencing it, because I'm starting to notice the pattern of just flippant lies. Just, no, I'll just, I'll just say this. And it's, it's, I'm like, wait, that's not true. That's not true. So I'm going to have to, um, <clears throat> look into this woman, um, because of the, <laughs> the faith healing thing. I just, I, don't like that. I'm, we don't want people like, there's too many people out there that refuse the vaccination already. And now they can just be like, hey, look, I was faith healed by Congresswoman Tory Bush. Like, no, we do not need this. No, because we're supposed to be the ones that are pushing getting vaccinated. So you know what I've noticed with these leftists? A lot of what they do is super fucking counterproductive and it's, it's, it's kind of like insidious because it just, it just pops up out of nowhere and you're just like, Oh fuck, we should have noticed that. 
Like if I would have really been paying attention, like somebody was trying to show me, <clears throat> I would have been knew that she was one of those, but I wasn't paying attention because I was all involved in myself because I'm a selfish bitch. So I wasn't looking at it the right way, but now I'm noticing and I'm like, Hmm, Oh no, she's a faith healer. Ew. What? Wait, what? That doesn't work. <laughs> that doesn't work. Okay. It just don't believe in it. It doesn't, it doesn't work. Just go to the hospital. All right. Don't go, don't go to the faith healer, go to the hospital. Okay, please. All right. So that is what I had to say. I just like pretty much just wanted to say, what the fuck is up with Corey Bush and this faith healing bullshit? And um, I think we have our answers. Cori Bush plays to multiple audiences at once. She's playing to the black community. She's playing to the uh, progressive white people. She's playing to the church people. So she has to put on different hats for different roles, right? And so when she's on camera, she's all, believe your doctors, blah, blah, blah. I'm a nurse, da, 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 da. When she's on the phone, she's all, help me, Pastor, I can't breathe. Because she needs to get faith healed from this shit that she doesn't have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, church plays well with the black community. So maybe she's trying to get in and take some of the people that William Lacey Clay kept, right? <laughs> Who didn't come over and, and vote for her in the GE because they didn't have to. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I will let you know what is the next uh part of this saga of <clears throat> Corey and the faith healing and, and whatever. Um yeah. I'll I'll give oh and I'll keep you updated on fucking Bernie fucking Sanders and what he's taking fucking credit for. I'll make sure to keep you updated on how oppressed white men are um by being silenced while they're talking and they didn't, didn't never really actually shut up, but whatever. And, um, I have a question for you, for you to think about if a tree falls in the woods on top of a fairy who grants free school lunch to all kids, how soon will we hear Bernie Sanders taking credit? Think about that. That's something you need to think about that. Okay, so we'll talk about it next time, or we won't, okay? And, oh, <laughs> oh there is a thing in the media of going to ask um, Bernie every time black people do something. I think we should start keeping track of, of how often they do it. So we are going to keep track. I'm not going to put it on a... Um, I'm going to put it on a fucking spreadsheet, like, <laughs> so we can track from now on. Um, so, yeah, love y'all, and I will talk to you next time. I'm putting this episode out, like, right now, because I don't care if I made any mistakes. Who cares? Like, I need to start putting out pop podcasts more often. So I'm just, like, going to fucking put out a whole bunch of them, like, fuck it, because I, oh, like I've said, I am gonna move <laughs> i'm going to get out of the frozen tundra um and I, I really just i i think like i really need a vacation but at the same time i need to never ever live in a place that's fucking icy and cold like fucking six months out of the year because it's been a bad year um it was still snowing until like a month ago right mm -hmm. so i am not happy with the location and i would like to leave so um, I'm gonna come down. I, th I think I'm gonna I'm gonna stop and probably stay in Texas for like a year or so, and then <clears throat> I think I might go over to Georgia um, and uh, buy a house there because that's I really like that state. I wanna, you know, I wanted to move to the East Coast, but not to the fucking cold part. <laughs> Because I've lived in California, I lived in Los Angeles, and that's nice, but it's so expensive. I'm like, fuck that. I'm not about to fucking spend all my money on rent. <laughs> no. And like my best friend's like, you don't have to pay rent. You can come stay with me. That is not the point. <laughs> the point is not whether I can find somewhere to stay 
for free. That is not the point. The point is it's expensive. So, um, yeah, because, you know, everybody wants to, I want to buy my own house. I don't want to live in her house. You know, I'm not a baby. <laughs> I need to I just spread my wings and fly. So um, I would think about um, staying in Texas if they were going to, like, legalize weed. So, like, maybe. But, but like, if I go to the Atlanta area, it's decriminalized and I'm fine. Y'all know that weed has a lot to do with <laughs> my motivations for things. <laughs> like, like, really, you could motivate me by, like, being like, I'll buy some weed if you do that. I'll be like, hey, wait, how much, how much weed? <laughs> Stuff I would just normally would not. You could tell me, I'll pay you this. And I'll be like, ah, I don't care. But if you're like, I got this weed for you, I'll be like, hmm. <laughs> I'll perk up. Maybe I'll come and do something. So, um, the weed laws, yeah, Texas, you guys need to get that shit legalized, please. Thank you. If you want to keep awesome people like me, like coming down there and staying and like being like, you know what y'all could do? Y'all could vote for a Democrat for governor. That'd be nice. But since I'm actually going to fucking move there and establish residency, um, I might be able to vote. <laughs> so I'll make sure to, I'll make sure to vote for the Democrat because I'm tired of Texas fucking up. And then I'll move to Georgia and establish residency there. <laughs> but this is not a trick or a scam. I just, I, there's something I have to do in Texas for a while. God damn it. Now I sound like a fucking fraud. No, I'm not. <laughs> and then I'm trying to settle in Georgia and, you know, look for a house and just stay there. Cause um yeah I that I'm I've been doing my ancestry a lot I I do it and I've got so many people on my channel a lot of them come from Georgia so I, there's some research that I I would like to do in person and that would be a nice place to die right <laughs> where it's warm <laughs> and by the time I'm old it'll be blue you know what I mean it's like I'll, I'll help make it blue right like permanently mm -hmm. that's what I'm counting on. So I will help make it blue in Georgia, but, um, yeah. So hit me up when I get down, I will be like available for your barbecue and stuff. I'm not available to get kidnapped. So Bernie bros need not apply. Don't hit me up. I don't want to fucking hang out with you, but I will, <laughs> I will hang out with K-Hive. Like now I don't know. <laughs> so I'll hang out with K-Hive. Um, but no, no Bernie bros, please. Cause y'all motherfuckers is crazy. Um, yeah. So I'll be in the area soon. Maybe we will do some sort of meetup. Uh, I'll let you know. And, um, yeah, so that's the end. So you can donate to the podcast on the anchor site where you can find me at brave and black, I think, <laughs> or you can PayPal it at paypal.me slash bravenac i think and the uh, super brave 81 on venmo and cash app is like the dollar sign and bravenac so donate me money so i can go and leave alaska and also smoke weed <laughs> bye this has been the brave and black podcast you can donate to the show at superbrave81 on Venmo at paypal.me well, dot me slash bravenac on um, PayPal. Or you can donate, donate it to, um, I think it's, it's dollar sign bravenac on Cash App. Or you could just use the anchor site. We are moving the show. We are leaving Alaska. We're going to Texas first. So we're going to be in the Dallas-Fort Worth area hopefully by the end of the summer. And I will see you guys when I get there. Save me a plate. Love y'all. <laughs>